Hey there, welcome to the Deliver On Your Business podcast, where you are the boss. I'm Ron from EntreeCourier.com. Entree is from entrepreneur, for somebody who is in business for themselves. And here's the deal, folks. If you're an independent contractor, you are operating a business, ready or not. So that makes you an Entree Courier. Welcome to the club. This podcast is here to help you think like a business owner and to thrive in your business. So let's get started, shall we? Happy Monday, Courier Nation. Can you believe it's been a week already? Now, if you're on our mailing list, uh, this morning you're going to be receiving our Courier Nation motivation email. You like that name? I figured, okay, you know, my singing ability is so terrible, maybe I'd try poetry, right? Courier Nation motivation. What I want to do with this is I like to start the week off on a positive foot, you know, provide some encouragement to start the week out, kind of help develop a positive mindset as we go about our lives, our delivery profession. And I also like to provide a bit of a recap on what's happened in the previous week. So if you'd like to be on that mailing list, I invite you to go to deliveronyourbusiness.com and you'll get a pop-up option there where you can subscribe. We just wrapped up the first section of the 31-Day Courier MBA. We wrapped up our discussion yesterday on your business plan. We had uh, five, I'm sorry, six topics on planning and laying a foundation for moving ahead with your with your work as a courier, as an independent contractor. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of that if you've had a chance to listen to any of those. Now, for the next nine days, we are going to dive into business operations This is where we're going to get into the nitty-gritty. This is where we dive into strategy, into making business decisions. We'll use some foundational things that we learned in the business planning section and some standard business areas, and then we'll use those to make tweaks to your business to help you to be more profitable. So today, let's talk about measuring performance. I know that there's a simplicity in doing deliveries where we like to just, you know, we jump in the car, we drive around, we go from order to order, and then next week the money shows up. It's nice and easy. Sometimes we don't really know how we really did, you know? Um, Yeah, I made good money last week. At least I think I did. But boy, I put a lot of hours in. Was it really that good? Yes, things like that. And what we want to do is try and help you find objective things that you can look at to get a better picture of really how your day went, how your week went, your month. How did your month this year compare with your month a year ago? You know, if you've been, if you're doing this for a while, you start getting to those types of things. How did this delivery compare to last delivery? There are some solid benefits to tracking your performance and documenting the data of what you're doing. You know, tracking your performance, it gives you a good before and after picture. It's kind of like when you're doing, you're starting a diet or a workout routine. You know, you take those pictures ahead of time and you take measurements. And then every week, maybe you take more pictures and measurements and you try and track your progress. And this is kind of the same type of thing. It helps you build a business owner mindset. I know that sometimes talking about being a business owner can make your eyes glaze over, you know? And uh, so the same thing about talking about data, right? 
But you know, there is something in the discipline that if you're doing something that feels like being a business owner, you get a sense that you're more serious. It, it, uh, you feel like a business owner the more you do business owner type things, and it can actually build confidence in you by doing that. It gives you a sense of control. You know, you can feel uh, some helplessness when Grubhub and Postmates, they chop the delivery fees on us. But, you know, when you see the big picture and you see the things that you can do, those things can do far more for you to help you overcome those reductions. And that kind of thing helps you feel in control. It gives you feedback. You know, when a day didn't go well, you can look at that and you can just see things that help you see where things went wrong and what you can do differently. It helps you focus on the overall picture. You don't look at just the dollar amount now. You get a better picture of the more important information. And it gives you objective information to compare different kinds of days. So with looking at some of the benefits of tracking your data, what we want to do next is we want to just ask this question. What kind of information do you want to track? And this is the kind of thing that's, uh, you know, it's maybe best to grow into. You can start small. You can start with just tracking some simple things daily. And then once you kind of get into a pattern of that, maybe then you decide whether you want to go deeper. But starting out, what I would do is you start by every day you jot down just a few things. I have four things that I really recommend that you write down at the end of your day. You want to write down, how much did you earn? And that includes your tips, you know, everything that you receive from the companies and from the customers. How much did you earn? Number two, how many miles did you drive from the moment you left to the moment you finished? How many miles did you drive? How many deliveries did you complete? And how many hours were you delivering? Now, as long as you're writing things down, you may go ahead and write down the start and the finish on your odometer readings um, because that really provides you additional documentation for your taxes. And documentation is good. Um, if you are doing, let's say, split shifts, maybe you do a lunch and then you do an afternoon, go ahead and write a record for each time you're doing something. Each time that you, you know, any kind of time where you've got a batch of time together where you're doing deliveries, write that down as one set. But it's just those four simple things. Very, very simple. And if you deliver for multiple platforms, you can go ahead and write down a total for each one. It doesn't hurt to have that information. And sometimes that makes it just easier to add it up. But otherwise, it's simple. You write those things down. You can put it in a notebook or you can keep it in a spreadsheet. Now, personally, I do my tracking on a Google spreadsheet because that way I can pull it up on my phone or I can pull it up on my computer. And it's really easy that way. Also makes it easier to do some calculations, which we're going to talk about. Because once we have started writing those things down, now what we can do is we can track what I call the KPIs. I don't call them that. I mean, that, that's a business term, kind of a really geeky business term. Uh, KPIs is key performance indicators. And that's uh, it's just a term that uh, it can make your eyes glaze over, but they're really good things for you to you'd calculate just to figure out, okay, how am I doing? You know, it's it, what it is, is it's an at a glance thing that you can see and just get a good picture of how your day, your week, whatever went. 
Those things that you want to figure out are going to be your profit per hour, your deliveries per hour, and your dollars per mile driven. Now, the deliveries per hour and dollars per mile driven, those are real easy calculations. You know, deliveries per hour, uh, you just take the number of deliveries that you had and divide that by the hours that you worked. The dollars per mile, you take the number of dollars that you earned and divide those by the miles that you drove. And then you want to get your profit per hour. This one's a little bit more involved, and it is going to require that you know one other piece of data. Uh, It's the same piece of data on every single one of these. You're going to want to know what your cost per mile is. You want to try and calculate as well as you can what your car actually costs you. And it's more than just gas. You want to dig into maintenance and all of these different things. Now, the IRS, they, they just run a straight 58 cent a mile calculation um, because they really don't want to get caught up in the weeds of all the different calculations that you got to do to figure out your, uh, your, your write-off per mile. So they say, let's just make it easy. 58 cents a minute. Uh, I'm sorry, 58 cents a mile. And if it's more than that, okay, you know, then you can go ahead and figure out, show us the calculations or whatever. I think for us, I mean, you can do it one of two ways. You can try and really calculate what your actual cost is. And and this is more so you get a true picture of what your profit is. Or you can go with the IRS number. Um, I've I've calculated mine, and so I use that in my calculations. Um, If you're not ready to calculate that yet or not real sure what to do yet, what I would recommend doing is maybe going with a little bit more conservative number. Um, I would recommend something like around the area of 35 cents a mile. Now, if you have a newer car, uh, the the bigger factor is not so much your gas mileage. Your gas mileage makes a difference. But the bigger factor has to do if you've got a newer car that's worth a lot more, every mile is going to cost you more because what it does is it takes the value off of your car. So that can sometimes surprises people that it actually costs you more to run a newer car than it does an older car. But what I would just say is, you know, just for the sake of simplicity, let's go with 35 cents a mile, okay? So here is how you calculate your profit per hour. First thing you do is you figure out your expenses, You take the number of miles that you drove times your cost per mile. So let's say you drove 100 miles during a shift. You take that times 35 cents, you have $35 as your expense. Now we figure out your profit. Your profit is just figured out very easily by subtracting your expenses from the money you earned. So let's say you earned $155, you drove 100 miles, that leaves you with $120 as profit, 155 miles minus that $35 that we calculated. Then the last part is you divide that profit by the number of hours you worked, and that's your profit per hour. So in our scenario then, we made $155, we drove 100 miles at $0.35 a minute, or $0.35 a mile, that leaves us at $120. And we drove for eight hours, $120 divided by eight is $15 per hour. And that is how you calculate your profit per hour. Now, this profit per hour, this is the most important one. 
This is the one that takes the whole picture of how much you drove and basically what it cost you and your time and the amount of money. And it puts it in a format that you can compare because you can compare this annually, you know, for your overall totals for a year, you could compare this on a delivery. You know, it is your profit per hour that uh, is, is the most important indicator. The deliveries per mile, what that does is that tells you, I'm sorry, deliveries per hour. What that does is that tells you your efficiency. Uh, because deliveries per hour, that's one of the best ways to increase your earnings. If you can get more deliveries in in the same amount of time, you make more money. And then your dollars per mile, that helps you take a look at your expenses and, and how you're doing with that. So these three calculations, you do those for each day. You take your four numbers that you wrote down, and then you do your calculations, and those give you a good indication of how your day went. And you can add those totals up, you know, the total miles and the total minutes and the total deliveries and the total dollars. And you could add those up for a week or for a month, but they give you an indication. It's kind of an at-a-glance look at how your day went. Now, if you want to get really ninja, and I'm talking geek ninja here, what you can do is you can track every delivery. I wouldn't start this yet because you might get overwhelmed with this whole tracking thing. But what I would recommend that you do is after you've uh, done the daily tracking for a little bit, then then start trying to do some tracking on a de per delivery basis. And when you start also then adding in some other things that you're paying attention to, like what day of the week you did the delivery on and what hour of the day and even who you did the delivery for, you can start to get some real good intelligence on when the best times and places and who the best ones are to deliver for. And here's some interesting things that I've learned since uh, starting to track on a daily basis or on a, on a per delivery basis. I've learned that Postmates is actually my most profitable delivery platform. That one blew me away. You know, you know all the stuff that everybody says about Postmates, but I can also tell you why. I can tell you that it's because the deliveries are faster. And uh, I actually average about $3 an hour more profit per hour on a Postmates delivery than I do on Grubhub and $5 more than I do on DoorDash. Eight o'clock is the best hour of the day for me at about $24.5 per hour profit. And 2 p.m. is the worst at right around $17. I can tell you that Friday is the best day of the week where I average about $24.21 per hour profit. And I can tell you that Tuesday is the worst where the profit is $18.25 per hour. At one time, I even broke it down where I started paying attention. I, I divided my area up into zones and I started tracking by zone. And I found out something else that really surprised me was that downtown was my prop, most profitable place to deliver. That I found that it was, and, and again, it came down to distance and efficiency that I could get done with a lot more deliveries per hour when doing deliveries downtown. So do you see how that information can help you? I know that 
I'll make more money downtown in spite of all the traffic. I know which days are better to deliver on and which ones are better to avoid. If there's certain days that I just want to take some time off, I know which ones are better to take off. And when you can track that kind of information, you can maximize your time by picking times and days where you can make the most money. Now, there's a saying that says that you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. There are a lot of things that we can do and we can try and improve and everything like that, but we really get a feel for how well we are doing at that when we start paying attention to where we've been and start really paying attention to what is happening day by day. Now, on this episode, I did take a little bit more time because this really lays a foundation. And, uh, you know, we really could have gone into the weeds if we wanted to on this and made it a lot longer. But, you know, this type of tracking can seem pretty intimidating or it can seem like a lot of extra work. But I can tell you that doing this tracking has done more than anything else that I can think of to help me improve my profit per hour. In fact, my profit per hour was about 40% higher in June of this year than it was in June of last year. I would say start with your daily tracking so that you can get a feel for your trends and things like that. Just track it on a daily basis and you get a better feel for really how well you were doing. And then if you want to go deeper, if you want to go ninja, if you want to go geek ninja, then start tracking individual deliveries. I want to thank you for sticking around a little bit longer today with me. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the 40 cent rule. I have mentioned the rule a few times already, but... The tracking here gives you a way to see how things are going at a higher level. The 40 cent rule is a way that is going to help you apply all of this, but apply it on a minute by minute, I'm sorry, a minute by minute basis. So I want to thank you for tuning in with us and joining us today. I invite you to come on over to the website at deliveronyourbusiness.com. Check us out. You can scroll through previous posts there. Look us up on Twitter, Facebook, and even LinkedIn by searching for Entree Carrier. And then you can look for our podcast on all of the main podcast channels. And as I always like to do, I'd like to save this part for last because I want to make sure before I ask this that I've done something to try and earn the right to ask this. And I want to earn that right by providing useful information for you. Folks, if any of this information is useful to you, if you find it helpful, if anything on the podcast or on our website helps you at all with your delivery business, could you please spread the word? If you know people doing delivery work that might be able to benefit from any of this, tell them about us. Share us on social media. Um, Go to wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review. And uh, if you can spread the news, we can help more people succeed in their business. One last thing that I want to ask, please go out there take control of your business, go and be the boss.